How's it going? This is Bradley Juby with the second episode of Life, Love, and Liberty. Now, I'm going to just go ahead and say this. I'm not going to do an episode every day. I may do an episode maybe every, like, three times a week, maybe two times a week. I don't know. Depends on what I got going on, but, uh... But, um, um, sorry for the awkward pause, but, uh, but anyway, let's go check out some, uh, libertarian. In news. Biden's 2020 lead over. A new poll says yes. Apparently, this is discussing Joe Biden's um, supposed lead as the frontrunner for the Democratic nomination. It says that a new national poll about the 2020 presidential candidates, the Democrats, could be a bad sign to therefore frontrunner Joe Biden. The poll from Monmouth University showed Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren now in a two-way tie for first place, with both being the top 20 candidate for 20% of poll respondents. Other candidates, um, Kamala Harris is at 8%, um, Cory Booker and Pete Buttigieg at uh, 4%, Andrew Yang at 3%, Julian Castro, Beto O'Rourke and Marianne Williamson at 2%, and Bill de Blasio, Tulsi Gabbard, and Amy Klobuchar at 1%. <sighs> well, we might dodge a little bit of a bullet here if Elizabeth Warren keeps it up. Because I really just don't like Creepy Joe. Because the fact is that creepy Joe Biden, not only has he been in politics for so long, way too long, he's one of the authors behind the crime bill that really skyrocketed mass incarceration in the 1990s. Let's go to uh, Joe Biden mass incarceration. This is a uh, this is an article from Jacobin. 
And it says, Joe Biden, mass incarceration zealot. For years, Joe Biden was determined to make the Democrats the tough on crime party. The 1994 crime bill and its expansion of mass incarceration was his crowning achievement. It looks like Joe Biden is running with Beltway insiders and Democratic bigwigs talking up his presidential chances. The former vice president looks to be the candidate to beat in the 2020 primaries. The only problem is it's Joe Biden. If you thought Hillary Clinton was a weak candidate with her transactional style and triangulating policy stances, then you probably won't be excited by Joe Biden's multi-decade history in the Senate. Okay, so... And this, it calls um, Bill Clinton's atrocious record on criminal justice, which for decades has devastated the black communities whose votes she and the Democrats desperately want. Yeah. Yeah. Biden worked with his old buddy, anti-segregationist, I mean, arch-segregationist, Strom Thurmond. And this is the guy that Democrats want to run in 2020. Or that, the, that apparently he's the front-runner of 2020. This is a guy who likes to lock up the potheads. Hang people for jaywalking? That's just crazy. I don't think you want to get hung for jaywalking, my friends. But, yeah, that's your mass incarceration for you. That's Joe Biden for you. Yeah, and I, I bet you he supports red flag gun laws, too. So, uh, yep, a vote for Joe Biden is a vote for the police state, my friends. You're going to just get nothing but more of the same. More civil liberties getting taken away. Oh, and Jack's crying again. More war on drugs. More of the same. Yeah, and this is who Obama picked for his vice president, of all people's. Yeah, his old buddy was Strom Thurmond. I couldn't imagine President Obama being buddies with Strom Thurmond of all people. That's oh, my dog's crying. You know, I'm gonna need to be able to do this podcast without my dog crying because it really interrupts me and it makes me look unprofessional. And uh, if I want this podcast to really take off, i got to be a little bit more professional. I understand. But what this looks like is a two-bit operation from some guy in Oklahoma, which really this is what it is. But uh, moving on. Man. 
You know, at least Elizabeth Warren wants to um, end the war on drugs, which will help the mass incarceration problem. Let's see what Kamala Harris about mass incarceration. Kamala Harris's disturbing brand of criminal justice reform. And let's see what. This is trying to find a good article. Yeah, Kamal Harris is another mass incarcerator. I mean, so. It doesn't matter if you vote for Joe or you vote for Kamala, you're still going to get a mass incarcerator. So. Alright, let's. Let's go to another uh, article here. Alright. Olive Garden, fake news, and the rise of conspicuous non consumption. The chain restaurant has been falsely accused of supporting Donald Trump, but truth may be no match for the online outrage mob. It sucks to be Olive Garden right now. Oh, so apparently somebody lied and said that Olive Garden supports Trump, and all the SJWs are like, eh, boycott. Olive Garden, they support Trump. Oh, ew. Don't get me wrong, Olive Garden's not one of the best places, places, except maybe during Never Ended Possible, but, uh, but, you know, alright, and it says that, and according to a tweet from Olive Garden, it says, to clarify, Darden, the parent company, does not donate to federal candidates. So apparently they don't support Trump, okay? Yet they're getting grilled by the SJWs over false misleading information. So, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I don't support Trump either. So, 
Yeah, they do not donate to presidential candidates, so. I mean, I smell a lawsuit coming. Whoever spread that fake news about Olive Garden, I smell a huge lawsuit coming. Because, you know, that does kind of hurt business. Um, I remember back in the 1990s that, uh, remember when Oprah got sued for... Um, apparently slandering the beef industry in Texas. There was a Texas rancher in the late 1990s during the whole mad cow disease scare that um, sued Oprah over a comment that said, and this was concerning mad cow disease back in the late 1990s, she said that because of the whole scare, she said she wouldn't eat another burger. And apparently, that apparently was enough for a lawsuit from a Texas uh, cattle rancher because apparently she was slandering the beef industry. Now, she eventually won that lawsuit, but, you know, I kind of see this whole uh, Olive Garden thing as... <clears throat> something like a slander issue. Now, slander, of course, is not protected by the First Amendment. We all know that. You can get sued for slander. And whoever spread this fake news about Olive Garden supporting Trump in an effort to decline sales should probably get sued. Because, you know, you're hurting somebody's livelihood on that. Because, I mean. Well, actually, I misspoke. I think this is more of a libel issue. Because there's a difference between slander and libel. Libel is when defamation is printed. Slander is when it's spoken. But... Nonetheless, it is defamation, and therefore, I smell a lawsuit out of this. Whoever spreading this fake news about Olive Garden supporting Trump just solely to get social justice warriors all whipped up in a frenzy and saying, Oh, we're not going to eat Olive Garden no more because they support Trump. Over a lie? Yeah. You ought to be sued, Okay. I may be a free-minded individual, but I'll tell you one thing. Lying is not one of those freedoms. You don't have a freedom to lie, okay? I mean, yeah, tell that to the mainstream media, because they lie all the time. But, lies like that can hurt, okay? And Jack's crying again, but... Uh I'll take you out in a little bit, okay? I'm, I'm kind of busy right now. <sighs> well, let's see what else, what other...
Okay, well, let's see how we got here. Common sense gun laws are a Trojan horse. So, now that's the biggest part of the anti-gun agenda, is of course this common sense, common sense, common sense. Who defines common sense? I'll tell you what's common sense. Um, there's this thing called the Constitution. And there's this, this thing called, um, what do we call it? Uh, due process. Where you don't hurt somebody without giving them their day in court. You don't lock somebody up without their day in court. Sorry if I repeated myself, but, um. And if you want to take away somebody's guns and make them a felon and therefore ineligible to own a firearm, you've got to prove them guilty of a crime. Hmm. Because without that, we'd be going back to the old days of witch hunting. Yeah. Let's go back to those old days where a mere pointing of the finger can ruin your life. Let's go back to the days of the Inquisition. Where all I gotta do is point my finger to my neighbor and accuse him of heresy. Or practicing some religion that I don't agree with. Or that the Catholic Church doesn't agree with. And put him in jail or have him killed. Ha ha, let's go back to that, why don't you? That's another reason why I don't support the whole Me Too movement. Because all you got to do is point your finger and say, He assaulted me. He raped me without proof. Without proof. And you can ruin somebody's life. And there's actually feminists who say, Oh, we don't need proof. They, they should be guilty till proven innocent. Okay, so you want to go back to the days of witch hunting. And just pointing somebody's finger over... I don't know, something stupid. And get somebody either deprived of their life and liberty and property over that. No judge, no jury, no damn court, no warrant. Just, let's just destroy anybody we don't agree with. Purge, 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 purge. This is why we got to protect our liberties. This is why I'm doing this podcast so I can get passionate about liberty and our judicial process that's under attack by people who just want apparently some form of validation or something. I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you what, though. This is civilization taking a step back. Alright. You, you thought we would be in this progressive future of human rights and human liberties. Meanwhile, we got stuff like this. We got this Me Too thing that's just so accusatory. And this whole red flag gun law thing that's, you know, 
where there's no judge, no jury, no warrants, where, you know, government could just kick down your doors and do whatever. Yeah, police state and mass incarceration. And all that does is bolster that. More police state, more mass incarceration. This is not up for debate here. We've been dealing with this for a long time. We just get told by our government, oh, this is uh, the price we got to pay for security now. Uh-huh. Well, 9-11 changed everything. 9-11 changed everything. I'm telling you, it did not change America for the better. But that's another story for another time. I know I'm getting a little animated here on this podcast, but at the same time, I'm just trying to tell an inconvenient truth here. Our liberties are under assault. We need to we need to do something about it. We need to take over the narrative here, and it's just. I feel like I feel like political correctness is attacking the libertarian value system. That it's now politically correct to um, I know this is an awkward silence, but um, I don't know what I'm going to talk about in the second part of the broadcast, but I think I've covered probably enough of what's going on right now, because, I mean... In fact, uh, after talking about Olive Garden, I'm probably going to say, you know what, I might want to have some Olive Garden pretty soon. There's one that's not very far from my house, so I could just go up there and hopefully never ending possible will happen soon. I think it usually happens in like September or something, but uh, maybe have some all-you-can-eat pasta with soup, salad, and breadsticks, I'm telling you. Although, from what I've heard, the food is microwaved, but... Uh, <sighs> but 
I think in conclusion, the point is, we've got to get away from this mentality of, um, you know, sacrificing liberty for political correctness. Because, why is liberty so politically incorrect anyway? I mean, you would think that a free society would be something that's progressive and Dare I say liberal? I mean, liberal, the word, means free. Liberty. But instead, what we have now is this totalitarianism that's disguised as liberal. Oh, it's so liberal now to be a totalitarian as long as it's our totalitarianism. You know, that's so messed up. And I think political correctness is part of that apparatus. Where you can't say or do anything that offends somebody. I just thought about something that I'm going to talk about in the next segment. Okay. So. Um. Because, uh. In about a few minutes, I'm going to take a break, and then I'm going to come back with the uh, second part of this podcast. But anyway, what I want to do is just appeal to this notion of liberty. Liberty is beautiful. You know, I've never been in New York but I want to see the Statue of Liberty holding that torch and telling... Because there's something about it that... The Statue of Liberty that tells the world, come here and be free. And right now, that that's all under assault. By both the left and the right. Because... You know, how can we be the land of the free and the home of the brave when we lead the world in incarceration? Especially over nonviolent things. When you can have the police called on you for barbecuing. Yeah, I'm shouting out you, Barbecue Becky, you fascist. So, that's just, yeah, I have speech issues, okay, so it's very hard for me to stay consistent. Probably this is one of the reasons why I'm not on the radio, but I'd like to be on the radio one of these days, because, you know, I want to make something of my life. And I guarantee you, I think a lot of people want to be free to make something of their lives, too. Because maybe this is my true calling in life, defending freedom and liberty. Because we're at a time in this life, in this world, where, you know, we're just conditioned to just not value it the way that we should. 
Especially when you may feel like you're the only one in my generation that's not falling for the whole left-right paradigm. You don't, you, you know. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm through with the Democrats and the Republicans. Because they may have some differences, but they're pretty much the same. You're still going to get mass incarceration. You're still going to get the police state. You're still going to get authoritarianism. You're still going to get political correctness. You're still going to have your rights taken away from you. Especially when it's over different things like... Especially this whole, we got to give up our liberties to fight terrorism. Oh yeah, terrorism. In the meantime, let's treat every American citizen like a potential terrorist. Okay, because apparently liberty is just something that most of these dumb Americans don't deserve. So we got to control every aspect of their lives. Control what they say, control what they do, control what they watch, control what they listen to. Control, 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 control. Well, I'm just going to tell you I'm sick of control. I'm sick of being controlled. Okay, anyway, I'm about to take a break, and I'll be right back. So, peace out. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Liberty with Bradley Juby. Alright, now let's go to this video here. Apparently this came about four years ago, the timestamp says. And, um... It comes from a guy by the name of Claude's Q. And the title is, Must See, War on Barbecue in America, Man Can't Cook in His Own Yard. Let's, um, now, don't, I'm worried about, before I go further, I worry about this particular part of the podcast getting flagged by some for copyright infringement. So I'm just going to tell you a little disclaimer, this is not my footage. This is footage from a guy by the name of Claude's Q. C-L-A-U-D-E-S-Q. So, now this video might be fake. This video might be fake. But, uh... And apparently this happened in Georgia, so... Let's go to the footage. Introducing the new sensation fillet sandwich. Okay, we gotta sit through an ad. Because apparently YouTube loves ads for sex. Here we go. Who's that? Why are you here? What what is county air air compliance guys doing anything here? We received a complaint from multiple neighbors that your cooker, the barbecue cooker here. Is creating an offensive smell. It's creating an offensive smell. One day. Does it matter? Well, I think it would matter because ain't nobody saying anything to me about it. We've received multiple complaints. Is that better? That more barbecue cooking is creating offensive smells. I pulled off the smoke. From Man, the what is so offensive so about? Your smell, your cooker, 
This is a joke, right? No, it's no joke. Your smell, i.e. your smoke, your cooker, cannot leave your property line and go into someone oh, else's house. Oh, oh. So let, let me, is this some kind of law or something? Yes, it's county ordinance 16.435. Alright, so let me ask you this thing. If it's against the law, then why do I always get cops that's riding by? Every time I pull out the smoker, cop stops here, says, hey, can I get a plate? I feed them, but they don't ever say anything about me breaking the law or anything like that. So why are you here? I've explained why. I don't know how to explain it any further. Your cooker is offending your neighbors. Now, if the cops come by, and they don't want to enforce that law. I, don't, I couldn't tell you. I'm not them. I can't do their job or my job. I'm here to do my job. So if it's against the law, it seems like to me you're trying to do their job. Because no, I am part of the division that controls or handles air complaints. Okay, we deal with factories, we deal with businesses, and we deal with residential. Houses. Yeah, it's you pick on a guy for barbecuing. Yeah. The houses, the business, or factories. So oh, yeah, Big Brother. I bet you feel real good about yourself, Officer. Apparently, Big Brother don't want us barbecuing. I, I bet since that video show last year, it ain't enough that y'all about to kind of violate one man's right. Y'all just think y'all supposed to go do it to everybody now, right? Well, I didn't violate any of You gotta, you, you know the video I'm talking about, though, right? I've seen it, yes, sir. I bet your numbers, your calls have increased and people wanting to complain. I think people were not aware that there was a county ordinance about it. Are you a man? I am a man. I fought, I fought for this country. So, so let me, let me get this straight. Barbecuing, which is an American tradition that- Heck that yeah, brother. Protected by the constitution and the Bill of Rights. I bet you when James Madison and George Mason were driving up the Bill of Rights, they didn't think they had to put in there one day that people couldn't cook on their own yard, so I, I bet you they didn't even think the need to put something in there. That's, this is ridiculous, man. Well, you, you know, you might think it's ridiculous, but here's the thing. You talked about it's your right, correct? Yes, it's my right. It is an American tradition. And, and, and Have you seen the Fourth of July without barbecue? Independence Day, right? You're a law-abiding American. Independence Day, right? Fourth of July. Fire barbecue. Are you a law-abiding American? Yes, I am. I believe there's laws in this country created for a reason, correct? Not against barbecue. Okay, well, you're going to have to take it up with your county commissioners because they have created a law that says you're not allowed to do this. Listen, I need to see your ID. My ID for what? I'm going to have to give you a warning. A warning? A warning. It's going to be documented, and you're going to have to come to a hearing. A hearing? A hearing. At that hearing, you'll be able to tell your side of the story. There's no fines, no penalty right now, but it, I do have to document it, and you're going to have to go to a hearing. So I'm going to have to appear in a hearing somewhere for, for some barbecue smoke? Yes, sir. You're a magician? No, sir. You got to be, because I ain't going to appear to nothing. I ain't going to show up to no summons. I ain't coming over here. Not to no barbecue smoke, man. This is ridiculous. Y'all have declared war on barbecue in America, and that's ridiculous. I didn't declare war on anything. I have a job to do just like you do, and I'm just out here trying to do it. Well, I used to practice magic. I'm going to show you a trick. What are you doing? Go! Yes, go! Yes, hey, go! I'll be back! You got it! Coming back with the cops! Where did you come on back? The new Sempropedic... Alright, that's the end of that. Um...
<sighs> yeah, that video is up on uh, YouTube. So check out Claude's Q video. So, and that came out four years ago. So, but I still think it's relevant to my little topic. What in tarnation? Sorry, my cell phone took a had a call. But what in tarnation is going on in my country where you can't cook out or barbecue without offending the neighbors? You know what? If you're one of those people that are offended by your neighbor cooking out, you are a weak person. Especially when you got to call Big Brother and take away the rights of an innocent man over something that you don't agree with. Oh, that is so weak. Uh, this, is, this is pretty much what it is. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, Big Brother Police State. Oh, yes, uh, 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 hello, I'm a, I'm a vegan hipster, and uh, my neighbor over there, he's having a cookout. He's cooking some uh, ribs and brisket and hot links and uh, some burgers and jalapeno sausage. He's being a, yeah, and there's a lot of smoke. I'm offended by, uh, I'm offended by uh, barbecue smoke because uh, I don't believe in eating meat. And, uh, my neighbor shouldn't eat meat and barbecue either, so, uh, um, yeah, go pick on him. He's a piece of crap. All right, we'll go, we'll go knock down his doors and take his rights without warrant. Okay. Bye. <laughs> barbecue and barbecue. Get down on the ground! Your barbecue is offending Mr. Hempster over there! <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. That's what's going on in this country now. You can't barbecue anymore without offending a social justice warrior or a police state big brother. Welcome to the new America, my friends. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm about to go all Alex Jones on this. This is some Alex Jones kind of stuff right here. <laughs> Man. I'm telling you. You know, I'm surprised they didn't get the SWAT team on him. I'm surprised they didn't look at his race and say, you know what, we're going to swat you. And that's another thing. Let's go, let's go look up swatting. Because... Okay, we're, we're going to go to another article about swatting. Okay.
course, we gotta sit through another ad. Yes. further with that but uh, I'm telling you if you swat somebody over something stupid you are a low down dirty dog all right I don't believe now I don't believe in police states I don't believe in just SWAT teams just showing up and causing all kinds of ruckus especially without a warrant especially when somebody's not a real threat to themselves or others but if you swat somebody because you got offended by what they said on the internet, shame on you. Shame on you. I hope that nobody loves you. I hope you live alone for the rest of your life. If not in a big dog jail, getting uh, Big Bubba's big you-know-what, big unit, you know. Yeah, it's just, I'm sorry, but I can't defend swatting. I mean, just just when you think doxing is bad, but swatting is just terrible. And plus, it gives SWAT teams just too much power. Let's watch here. Let's watch another video. See, New Jersey attempts confiscation of my friend's guns. Red flag laws gone wrong. We're sitting through another ad. All right, guys. Good morning. Code Point Thirty Two here. Check I'm surprised this video even got me. in with my lovely wife. Monetized right over there, having a cup of coffee. This mug was given to me by my mother. Actually, I inherited it. But it's always a special memory. If you have it, you know, your parents are gone. It's always cool to have something that brings you memories of them. But in any case, today is Father's Day. And my son and I are going shooting because I have given him or passed on this Savage Model 89 Single Shot 22. And it is a very unique firearm and it's perfect for someone who's young starting out shooting. And I intend on getting him started early. So we're going to go over to the range and shoot. It's going to be a lot of fun. But in any case... Purpose of this video 
is I wanted to talk to you about an email that I received from a viewer just uh, last night. And uh, Leonard and I have been going back and forth on a couple things and some of the issues that he's having to endure up there in the Gestapo state of New Jersey. You hear it. So Leonard wrote to me, he said, man, the state troopers are coming to the house to seize my guns. And when somebody says that to me, uh, I sometimes I think to myself, what exactly are you talking about? So he sent me the exact details and basically in a, in a copy of a letter that he is sending to, I guess, one of his state, local state representatives. And also he's sending this to the NRA. And I would really appreciate if the NRA would read this because it's happening. I vetted the letter. They came to his house to seize his firearms under the guise of this new red flag law in a very unjust manner, in a very Gestapo, in, in, in uh, trying to intimidate this man. Okay, so I'm going to read to you the letter that he's copied me that he has sent to Mr. Buck. Here we go. Uh, just bear with me on my reading. I'm, I'm old. All right, Mr. Buck, sorry to bug you. Last night, the state troopers out of the Hamilton Barracks came to my house. They intended on seizing my firearms. What took place yesterday is as follows. My 13-year-old son had a conversation at school about school shootings. He was stating how the school security was trash. He then discussed the vulnerabilities he sees in his school. They then discussed what his plan of action was and the routes of egress in the event things got bad. A third student, and this is all it takes, is a third student overheard parts of the conversation. That student then told his mom. She freaked and made accusations to school staffers. The school called the troopers. I was at work when they hit my house. My wife was home with my three boys. She was under the effects of Benadryl because of her allergies. That's perfectly normal. She stalled the best she could. The troopers used intimidation tactics to enter my home. Never, ever allow anyone to enter your home without a lawful search warrant. Exactly! Still, I wouldn't even try to stop exactly. anyone from going into my home without legal representation or justification. They intend, all right, so they stated they were there for my guns to search my son's room and conduct an investigation. My wife frankly called me. I left work, raced home to deal with them. They immediately approached me and started trying to intimidate me. This was a key element, and I'm very glad he did this. I kept 21 feet from them at all times. The female officer, while talking to me, had her hand on her pistol no less than three times, and the male contemptuously plays, played with his handcuffs. I made it clear that I will not surrender anything to the state regardless of the price. They tried to play like they were would babysit them, and then I might get them back. I refused several times. They then pushed the issue about the search. I said no repeatedly. After a while, my wife relented. Mind you that it is now 10, 30, 11 p.m. at night. They did this in the middle of the night. And I don't know about you, but I'm like old, the old Geritol kind of guy. I like to go to bed about 9 o'clock at night, unless I'm on Rich's chat. But this is the thing. They are coming in the middle of the night. They're trying to intimidate and are trying to force their deal on you. And I can see that in Maryland, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, California. 
there may be a couple other states that I may have missed, but I can't see this happening anywhere else where actually the law enforcement in those states have been indoctrinated into this mind frame of anti-Second Amendment and the right to bear and keep and protect yourself with a firearm. They make calls and stuff, and the outcome is now my guns are stored elsewhere, and I have no access to them, but neither does the state. They also use intimidation on my parents when we dropped off my guns. Why did somebody have to do this? When they left, they said my kid could not return to school and they would be back to get my guns. My son made no threats to any person, any place, or anything. He is no threat to himself or anyone else. I spoke to Dan Gorvich and Mark Cheeseman. They both said that this warrants your attention. I know and I know I am a nobody, but I don't want this to happen to anyone else. So now what do I do? I need a shotgun for hunting. This helps feed my family. I don't know what options I have other than to resist go to jail. This is the sad state of affairs that we have in certain states in this country where people's rights are being skewed and taken away from them on a minute basis. Chip, chip, chip. Mr. Murphy, I hope you are so proud of yourself. Now I can understand if a kid walks into school and goes, I'm gonna shoot this place up, that's a problem. But what we had here was an issue where a kid was merely stating that your, your security measures here at the school suck. So he took it upon himself to make a plan and then an overzealous administrative person made the phone call. Yeah, it's always the overzealous. I understand people go, well, the rights of my, the safety of my child overrides the rights of your Second Amendment. Uh, okay, I, I will assure you that anyone who supports the Second Amendment and supports our rights wants your kid to be safe as well. I don't know anybody that I'm friends with who wants anybody's safety to be compromised. But I will tell you this, this is the state of affairs. This is confiscation. This is an intimidation. This is the government showing up at your door saying we want your guns because we now have reason. Probable cause is what they're looking for. And it's BS. Malicious probable cause. I don't expect anything less from New Jersey, honestly. I've heard about you guys, and I've heard about Maryland. Let me know what your thoughts are down below. Leonard, we hope and pray that you get out of this mess. We really do. Please let me know if there's anything that we can do to help you. I hope the NRA gets on this, the Gun Owners Association of America. We need to get the guys over there in New Jersey involved in this thing. Unbelievable. Guys, if you like the video, please give it a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already done so. Support the red, white, and blue. God bless America. God bless those men, women, in uniform 24-7 for our freedom. This freedom's not free because freedom begins with educating your children at a gun range properly and showing them how to operate the firearm. Let's go with 32. Now. All right, that's enough. Okay, so to sum this up, some guy, some kid at school was apparently criticizing the security apparatus of his school. No threat. Just a little criticism 
of the safety measures of a school, and that's enough to get your guns taken away? Ugh. I'm telling you, Big Brother's looking for any excuse to ruin your life. Ugh. What are we becoming as a country? Is this just paranoia? Because apparently society goes wrong. Let me tell you something. I'll get to this in the third and final segment of the broadcast, but I'm getting I'm getting sick. I'm getting sick of the mass shootings. I mean, I'll tell you that right now. But I get the feeling that these mass shootings are a ploy by the government to create the police state. Just to get all the scared little yuppies all scared and like, Oh my gosh, we're so scared. We're scared. Take our liberties and take my neighbor's liberty. I'm not safe because my neighbor's free. <laughs> Well, you know what Benjamin Franklin said about that? Those who trade liberty for security aren't going to get neither. <sighs> you know. Yeah, I'm going all Alex Jones. Well, I'm not Alex Jones. I'm Bradley Juby. But uh, we're going to talk we're going to talk more about uh we're going to talk more about mass shootings and uh, those who caused them in the third and final segment of the broadcast, as I already said. But let's just think for a minute. How much government is too much? Are we going to get to a point where... You know, where they're going to come after me, I mean, the thing is, I don't own any guns, okay? In fact, due to my autism, I may not be able to get one. But I'll tell you what, I will support the Second Amendment 110%. Because I believe that it is the last line of defense against people and control freaks and totalitarians who want to control our lives, and even who want to just kill us because apparently we're not deserving of life. Because apparently that's what the that's what the people in power think, you know, that life doesn't matter, that certain people's lives just don't matter. You know, well, my life matters. If it matters to God, it matters to me, and it should matter to the government. But it doesn't, because I'm nobody, because I'm scum. Because I'm just an autistic Oki who, you know, shouldn't even be alive. Who should have just killed himself as a teenager. You know. Who should just be another statistic and go to prison. Who should just be in the system. Well, screw the system. I'm sick of it. I know I'm not trying to rant and rave, but, you know, 
This is America. This is supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave. But now it's becoming the land of the scared and the home of the completely stupid. You know, I never thought I never thought America would turn out like this, but I should have seen this coming as a kid. I mean, I used to believe America was the best country in the world, but uh, we're not acting like it. Let's say that. We're betraying our own citizens. We're treating our own citizens like trash. The part of the mainstream political parties don't care, you know, because they're part of the problem. Don't trust either of these parties. Don't trust the Democrats. Don't trust the Republicans. Even treat the Libertarian Party with a grain of salt. Because I know that if enough people get sick and tired of the Democrats and the Republicans, maybe the Libertarian Party can take those people in and say, you know what? We're going to be the real party of America. The Democrats and Republicans aren't cutting it anymore. Because no matter who you vote for, you're going to get a police state. If not for yourself, then for somebody else. Because, you know, I don't want police state for anybody. Not for me, not for my neighbors, not for people of color, not for anybody. So... Yeah, because I'll tell you what, I'm not just a libertarian for rich white people. I'm a libertarian for the black man. I'm a libertarian for the brown man. I'm a libertarian for the native man. I'm a libertarian for the women. Because we're all protected by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We're all Americans. If you're an American, it doesn't matter what skin color you are. You're protected by the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Know your rights. Because if you don't know your rights, you're going to lose them. Whether you're criticizing the school safety, security measures, or you're just cooking out in your own backyard. Know your rights, or you'll lose them. What's it going to take for Americans to stop falling for the same old politics as usual garbage? And realize that both these parties, the Democrats and the Republicans, are destroying liberty. What's it going to take? Is it going to take you not being able to barbecue in your house anymore? If it takes that, that's when we, we say enough's enough. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I've gone uh, a little bit over 30 minutes, so uh, um, I'm going to take a little break and then I'm going to be right back. So uh, 
Peace out. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Liberty with Bradley Judy. <sighs> Alright, this is the third and final um, segment of the podcast. So, let's get into a little topic on, on something. Okay, yeah, it's gonna, I'm gonna just try to get going here. Now, like I said, we're living in troubled times, my friends. As somebody who values liberty, this is a very interesting time in history. Sorry if I'm sounding a little redundant, but, but anyway, I want to talk about a troubling topic, and that is the mass shootings and the incels. Now, before you say... Bradley, what are incels, why are incels a threat to your liberties? Well, well, first of all, let's check this out. Let's check out, I'm here on incels.co, and, well, if you're a woman, for starters, you don't want these incels in charge. Because they will take your liberties. Because they will take your life, your liberty. <sighs> and your happiness. Alright, let's... You know, I'm trying to find a, a good little... Uh, Little article on on the um, but this goes back to five years ago, outside Santa Barbara, California, by a guy named Elliot Roger. Let's talk a little bit about Elliot Roger for a second. This guy was fascist as Hitler. He believed that women should be put in concentration camps. He believed that women were ruining men's lives. He was sexist. And so he went on a rampage and uh, killed people. Now let's go to the Peter Roger interview. Now Peter Roger was... Now, I want to get to a little bit of a, uh,
All right. Now, of course, Peter Roger went on um, 2020, did an interview with Barbara Walters back in 2014. Now, what I want to mention is that uh, his son was the god of the incels. But one quote stands out, I think, in all of this, is that when the cops tried to uh, do a welfare check on um, Elliot, right before he planned to uh, commit the massacre, he was like, now keep in mind that uh, Peter Roger is from the UK, so he may or may not have a, um, I don't know, a full, complete understanding of how, how American law and justice works, but he would say, well, if they were going to do a welfare check, they should have done a gun check. Well, that may seem all nice and noble, and that could have saved lives, but the problem was in all of that, what about the search warrant? Was there a search warrant? Did they get a search warrant on Elliot? If not, then that's where the police screwed up in all of this. Now, the reason why this has something to do with the police state and the issue of liberty is that these incels are completely bat guano crazy. And their bat guano craziness right now is spilling out on the streets of America. And in the world. Don't forget that Alec Manassian jerk in Canada used a, uh, a van to kill people. But uh, we don't talk about banning vans. Oh, no. Yeah, in Canada, they don't have a Second Amendment up there. You, from a Canadian friend I've heard, you can't even carry mace to protect yourself. That's messed up. But uh, Alec Manassian can run people over with his van because he can't get a woman. Oh, and yet my liberties have to be taken away because of this? I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I just clicked off the, um, the um, incel website. But go on incels.co and you're going to see some of the most vile, disgusting stuff ever posted. You're going to... If you are, get triggered by misogyny... You're going to get triggered so brutally. You're going to be throwing up. <sighs> you know, I don't even like talking about mass shootings, honestly, but... Now, what say you about why mass shootings are happening? I mean, from what I've heard, violent crime is actually declining right now. Or so we think. I mean, a lot of experts are saying that violent crime is down. But yet these mass shootings are out of control. And I'm telling you what, they are out of control. Don't get me wrong. 
But I just want to know why this uh, I'm going to type up William Cooper Mass Shootings. All right. For those of you who don't know, William Cooper was a conspiracy theorist who I think he got shot by the cops or um, something. But uh, he wrote a book called Behind, Behind a Pale... No, no, I'm sorry. I, uh, by the way, I'm terrible at reading out loud. So, bear with me. Um, okay. Now, of course, we all know that Alex Jones says, has been known to say that Sandy Hook was a hoax. But, now, I don't believe it was a hoax in the way that it didn't happen. I believe it happened. Don't get me wrong. So, for anybody who said, if you're going to say, Bradley Juby said Sandy Hook was a hoax. No, I didn't, okay? These mass shootings never happened. The mass shootings are happening, okay? So don't twist my words. If you're going to twist my words, I'm on to you. I know you're going to twist my words and say something that I didn't say or take what I said out of context to make me look like a bad guy. So don't do it. Okay, so here's uh, what William Cooper said. And this was 1991, by the way. He said, The government encouraged the manufacture and importation of military firearms for criminals to use. This is intending... This is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity, which would lead the American people to voluntarily disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms. Using drugs and gnosis on mental patients in a process called a Ryan, the CIA inculcated the desire in these people to open fire on schoolyards and thus inflame the anti-gun lobby. This plan is well underway and so far working perfectly. The middle class is begging the government to do away with the Second Amendment. Now, I'm not saying that the shootings aren't happening. They are happening. But, I get a feeling that they're happening for a reason. They're happening because the government wants to disarm the people. And, I don't know, they're just not doing a good job convincing Americans to just give them up. Because Americans are still, in that particular manner, they're still defiant and saying, you know what, we're not going to give up our guns. Because. But anyway, you could go read this for yourself. This was in a 1991 book. Way before Waco, way before Ruby Ridge, way before Columbine and OKC bombing, this was the plan. But who's committing most of these mass shootings? Apparently, most of these mass shootings are committed by 
let's face it, white boys. But in particular, most of these mass shootings, as far as, or at least the mainstream narrative says it, are created by incels. Now, I guess I am kind of going to get into a little bit of a tinfoil hat scenario. You know what? I might as well wear a tinfoil hat now. I think now when I think about it. Because I'm going to tell you right now. Somebody has got to be in charge of the incels. The incel community right now, I think, has got to be a deep state asset. Because... The more mass shootings that these losers commit, the more reason the government wants to take away your firearms or red flag gun law you. Or maybe uh, your son might be struggling with women. See, here's a scenario right here. You're a gun owner. Your son gets rejected by a girl. He cries about it. He goes online and says, you know, he goes on one of these forums and says, oh, women don't love me and they reject me all the time. Deep State catches him, calls the cops on you, bang, red flag gun laws. You lose your, you lose your guns because your son got rejected by a woman. That's what the controllers want. But I bet these incels are an asset, not just to wage war on the Second Amendment, but to create a division between men and women. Because I'm telling you, these incels are just complete and utter... There's no humanity in these incels. There's no love for humanity. They just... They base their misfortunes with women or perceived misfortunes with women, and say, well, you know, I hate the world. I just want to go out and kill people because I can't get a woman. <laughs> and yet most of these idiots don't want to take the time and do the work. Because I'm telling you, finding a girl and keeping a girl is work. And you probably are a bunch of lazy pieces of crap who just... Sit around on a screen playing video games all dadgum day. Yeah, you do that, you're not going to get a good woman. Let's just say that. Because you got these little man-children right here. That's what they are, a bunch of man-children. A bunch of dumb idiots who instead of trying to better themselves and to try to talk to a woman, I bet you none of these losers even talk to a woman. Don't even try. Just play your video games, <laughs> and then complain why women don't want to be with you. Why Stacy's with Chad. You know what? Let the Stacy's be with the Chads, okay? Alright? Let the Stacy's be with Chad. They're not hurting me. If Chad and Stacy are happy and they're loving each other and they're going to get married, have kids, live their lives normally, be my neighbors, I'm not bothered by that. I am bothered by a bunch of punks who just want to keep on killing, keep on shooting, 
and then and then use that and the deep state and the control freaks using that as a way to take away my rights and the rights of others. That's what's messed up. That needs to stop. You cells need to wake up and realize you're being played. You're being played by a system that doesn't care about you, that thinks you're a dummy, that thinks you're a moron, and judging by your actions, they're actually right. You are a moron. But no, you just want to continue playing your little games, crying and thinking that Elliot Rogers some kind of hero. And what you're doing is justifying the police state. You've become terrorists now. Well, I'm telling you, if you're going to want to be terrorists, you're going to be treated like terrorists. And we're going to be treated like terrorists, too. All you got to do, if your dad's a gun owner, all you got to do is go on incels.co and post a bunch of crap, and then somebody's going to snitch to the government and have your dad's guns taken away because of something you did on the internet. Because you can't get your life together. I bet you your dad doesn't want to deal with that. If you have a dad. Well, you know, your mom could have guns too. Because a lot of women like to shoot too. I like women who shoot. Because you know what? They don't have to deal with rapists. Or if they do deal with rapists, they kill the rapists! So, in any sense, you know, I'm trying to calm down here. Because I know that this is a touchy subject matter. And I know people are going to get offended by what I said because people do get offended by what I say. Because my words don't match up with their worldview. But why should we lose our liberties because a bunch of incels can't behave themselves? Why? Why should a guy who's barbecuing in his own backyard lose his liberties? Because some weakling doesn't like the smell of meat. What have we become as a country? Why can't we just be neighbors and love each other? And look out for each other. We are not going to be a free country for much longer. Because the more, the more insanity that we have to deal with, the more liberties we're going to lose. Because apparently, this generation doesn't value liberty.
This this generation takes liberty for granted. You know? Today it could be that guy who's barbecuing. And gets the cops called on him because somebody's offended by the smell of his cooking meat. But tomorrow, it could be you. I, I know this is sounding paranoid and you know that, but you know what? I'd rather be paranoid at the government than just ignorant and just let the government just destroy my life. You know? You know what? Sometimes I understand why Antifa is so passionate about stopping the Nazis. We gotta stop Nazis. That's what they say. But, you know, I understand their zeal. I know it's misplaced zeal. Don't get me wrong. But, the problem is, why aren't average normal Americans just as passionate about losing their rights and their liberties as Antifa are passionate about fighting Nazis. Because I bet you Antifa, they know history. They know that, you know, the Nazis weren't stopped. We don't want history to repeat itself. That Antifa doesn't want history to repeat itself in a sense of some Nazi takeover. But you know what? We Americans, we need to not let history repeat itself. We need to know our liberties. We need to know who's threatening our liberties. We want to know who's threatening our freedoms and our lives. And we need to expose them. You know, these incels, they don't value liberty. They don't care about liberty. They don't care about your liberty, ladies. I care about your liberty. That's why I'm making this podcast. I'm not going to go out and commit a mass shooting. I will never commit a mass shooting. I've got my ways of dealing with the world. This podcast is one of them. And maybe one of these days, I may shoot for political office to fight this threat. To expose this threat and to do something about it. Because in times like this, we need to take action. We need to stand up and say, no. No, Mr. Police State. You're not going to take my liberties. We're going to defend our liberties. We're going to cherish our liberties. We're not going to be lulled into this, you know, we don't care about our liberties, so we're just going to do whatever. You know, the German people took their liberties for granted. They didn't value liberty. That's why they got Hitler. The Russian people, they didn't value liberty. That's why they got Stalin. That's why they have Putin now. Sure, Putin, well, he may or may not still be a communist, but in any case, Putin is a dictator. And the Russian people, God bless them, but they don't value liberty the way America does. 
That's why they have dictators. That's why they've had czars and communist dictators. And now Putin. When we don't value liberty, this is what we get. When we don't value our rights and don't know our rights, we get more of this. Because we've become so spoiled and complacent, we may look and laugh and say, oh, that William Cooper, he's so wrong for believing that there's some conspiracy to take away the guns. But, if you do the research, that's what's happening. But we're all, dis see, we're all distracted. We're distracted by identity politics. We're distracted by white versus black. Man versus woman. When it should be liberty versus tyranny. That's the real battle. Morality versus immorality. Freedom versus oppression. That's the real battle. Like in Hunger Games Catching Fire, when... Uh, I think it was Finnick who told Katniss, remember who your real enemy is? For all you guys on this podcast who are listening, remember who your real enemy is. Your enemy is not your black-skinned neighbor. Your enemy is not women or men. Your enemy is those who don't value freedom, who don't value your freedom. Your enemy are those your enemies are those who think that you're just a piece of trash, insignificant, in, undeserving of freedom. Your enemy In fact, I go as far as to say in, in a Christian sense, your enemy is the devil. And the devil is the biggest liar, tyrant and bully and traitor ever imaginable. Now I know probably some of you listeners may not believe in God, but I do. And I believe that this is straight out of the devil's playbook. We've let the devil have his way with us. That's got to change. If we want to live our lives in liberty. Because I, I think that these that the government's doing the devil's work. Oppressing people, taking their rights, taking their liberties, taking their happiness. It's the creator that gave us those things. But we've given them to the destroyer. There's a creator and there's a destroyer. We've let the destroyer steal, kill, and destroy so many times. When do we got to say, stop killing, stop stealing, stop killing? I know that's a little redundant, but... When are we going to say and stand up for ourselves? Stand up to bullies. Because if there's one thing I hate in this world more than anything else, anything else, sorry, it's bullies. I've been a victim of bullying in my younger days. I got picked on for being autistic. I got picked on because I didn't listen to the right music. I got picked on because I didn't maybe wear the right clothes or I was awkward 
or anything like that. And none of it was justified. I was just a person trying to live my life normally. But apparently, there are those who people who think otherwise, you know, that think that just because you're not this person or that person, that, you know, your humanity and your freedom doesn't matter. It matters to me. You know? If we stop the bullying... I guarantee you we'd be a better society. If we start giving out more hugs and more compassion and less punches and hateful words, maybe the mass shootings would stop. Maybe we could be a free country again. Maybe we could get these politicians all voted out of office and some of them even thrown in prison for all the corruption they've caused. Just maybe. But it's all up to you guys. It's all up to you. I think Moses in the Bible said it best. I set beside you life and death. I set beside you life and death as well. I set beside you life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and tyranny, death, and oppression. We all know the choice that needs to be made. Let's choose life and liberty and love. Well, anyway, that's life, love, and liberty for this week, or this day at least. I may not do another one this week. I may just uh, take the rest of the week off, but... Uh, Anyway, this is Bradley Juby reminding you that lightsabers don't kill people, the Empire does.